Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk. The ESB has been in the electricity business in Ireland for a century and in Britain for 25 years. It has set a target of 2040 to be completely carbon neutral and to get them towards that goal, they have signed a deal with the geoenergy company Decarbon X to provide onshore energy storage in the form of hydrogen in Britain and in Ireland. Tony O'Reilly is the chief executive of Decarbon X and joins me now on the line. Good morning, Tony. Morning, Joe. How are you? Not too bad after a very interesting weekend, as you can imagine. A long weekend, yes. but a good weekend. A good weekend as well. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about this uh, deal that you've announced with ESB. Yes. Okay. Well, we signed a uh, memorandum of understanding with ESB to evaluate and progress onshore large-scale subsurface hydrogen energy storage. Uh, we already have a joint venture in Ireland with the ESB for the development, for the assessment and development of offshore uh, energy storage. Uh, but this now takes us into the UK because obviously, you know, as you mentioned in your opening, the ESB has operated as a leading independent generator of electricity in the UK. And they're also very big in onshore and offshore wind. And so obviously what they're looking at is, you know, how do you capture and harness the, the, the benefits of wind? And you do that through uh, hydrogen and therefore you need hydrogen storage. So we, as uh, joint venture parties, will work with them in assessing suitable uh, under, underground uh, uh, sites to be able to uh, provide that storage. And storage is a hugely important element Absolutely for the energy huge. transition. Can, can you explain to us, Tony, how you can store renewable energy in hydrogen? Well, again, you have to convert uh, excess wind um, uh, to, to hydrogen, to green hydrogen, and then you put it in its molecular form, uh, put it in underground uh, reservoirs or salt caverns, uh, for storage, and then you call on that energy uh, that's being stored when you need it. So when the wind's not blowing or the sun's not shining, you then be, are able to call on that hydrogen and then run it through a power station and generate the electricity. So w- it tr- truly is green. Uh, because in, there's in, different in colors of hydrogen. There's blue hydrogen and, and green hydrogen and all that. But when you've got it stored in these facilities under underground or underwater, do you then burn it off to create energy? Yeah. I mean, you will then take the hydrogen as your fuel sur- source and put it through a power station and then generate electricity from that. And will that there's not... no carbon emissions that come from burning hydrogen. So there's, hydrogen. there's no carbon, um, there's no kind of guilt no, trip when that's you burn the it. Be- Exactly. That's the beauty of hydrogen, uh, green hydrogen, is that there's, because it's generated from renewable energy, uh, actually when it does its return trip and you're actually using it to power a power station, there's no uh, carbon emissions. And it is the great green hope, as it were, when it comes to... to but we, we haven't seen any of that yet in Ireland. In other words, we haven't been storing any renewable energy in hydrogen yet, have we? No, not in Ireland. And again, this announcement that we announced is related to the UK. Mm-hmm. And obviously the UK um, has uh, advanced some plans for hydrogen development. I mean, the ESB, you know, through their Carrington plant in Manchester is involved in the HiNet hydrogen project. And it's HiNet uh, is the leading industrialized decarbonation uh, project involving hydrogen production and storage. So, you know, whilst we our relationship with the ESB, we'll see uh, hopefully development of, of hydrogen storage in Ireland. Uh, that's probably some time away. Um, How many years away? Is it three, five years away? Say, 
It's more more the latter. Um, it really depends on policy and implementation and the deployment of of wind, because obviously hydrogen, the successful development of a hydrogen economy, is predicated on uh, you know the rollout of of offshore wind uh, and indeed onshore wind. And is there is there legislation in the pipeline? Excusing the the pun, is there legislation coming down the tracks to deal with the, the, this new technology, offshore wind? Yes, well, I'm from an offshore wind. I mean, the government set some um, key plans in terms of rolling out uh, the amount of offshore wind that they will allow to be developed between now and 2030 and then post-2030. And then also the government is working on a hydrogen strategy, which we understand, the industry understands, will be coming out in uh, uh, you know, later this year. But again, the purpose of this uh, announcement this morning is related to the UK. And in the UK, they already have the existing legislation for hydrogen and indeed have got a very, very comprehensive um, offshore and onshore wind uh, development program. And the ESB is, I think, is involved in, you know, so upwards of one and a half gigawatts of, of onshore wind in the UK. And in the offshore sector in the UK, they're looking at two gigawatts. So they're very big players in the UK. They're also going to be leading players in Ireland because they are, you know, interested in a number of offshore uh, wind developments in Ireland. Yeah, interesting. It's, it is a political football over there in the UK with onshore wind. A lot of um, a lot of NIMBYs object to the, the white turbines. Yeah, yeah. And, and look, and that's a feature that, you know, you have everywhere in the world. But, I mean, if we are to achieve the plans that the world has in, in terms of climate action uh, to address, uh, you know, what is going on, then we need to all accept that there's going to be different forms of energy required. Uh, and wind turbines, I mean, obviously, you know, they, they're, they're getting more efficient, so maybe you have less of them as required, but they are obviously going to be important installations if we're going to have a green economy uh, and, and achieve our ambitious, uh, you know, net zero targets. And that's across the world. And which is the more ambitious country when it comes to actually implementing their uh, carbon reduction uh, targets, the UK or Ireland? On the implementation... Well, on the implementation, I think we still are following England um, or the UK. Uh, hopefully, we, we can accelerate because, of course, off, uh, Ireland has probably the greatest natural resource we have is wind. Yeah. Uh, uh, a lot of wind and water because that's the other key component for hydrogen. So, obviously, you need wind and then you basically, through a process called electrolysis, you convert water into hydrogen. So, we're, we have abundant uh, wind and water. Um so yeah, and we need look, to monetize got, got, that. We need to monetize it. And, yeah. uh, you know, these things do take time. But again, the process that we're involved in, which is actually creating the opportunities to store that energy when it's produced, you know, it does. there's a lead time in required yeah. in doing that. So that's why we've uh, struck up this relationship with the ESB uh, in the UK and indeed in Ireland. And uh, we're happy to advance it. We think it's Thanks, uh, readily achievable. All right. Thanks, Tony. That's Tony O'Reilly, the chief executive of Decarbon X. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.